Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. Water. Earth. Fire. Air. You're listening to the Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra. My brother and I discovered the new Avatar, an airbender named Aang. And although his airbending skills are great, he has a lot to learn before he's ready to save anyone. But I believe... Aang can save the world. Today we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender, Season 2, Episode 12, titled The Serpent's Pass. Okay, before we actually get into this episode itself, I want to air a quick grievance about the Blu-ray set of Avatar The Last Airbender. So, apparently... Midway through season two, they started organizing multi-part episodes, just distilling them into their arbitrary hour-long, two-hour-long Nickelodeon broadcasts. So this and the drill are one thing on the Blu-ray. The Guru and Crossroads of Destiny are one thing. Day of Black Sun, one thing. Boiling Rock, one thing. Sultan's Comet, one thing. And so now instead of selecting either the Serpent's Pass or the Drill, you have to select the whole block in Episode Select, which is so, is such garbo. I hate it. I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things, for the average viewing, it doesn't matter because I feel like more often than not... When I decide to go back and rewatch Avatar for a billion more times in my life, I'll just hit play all and not think about the whole episode select thing, but still, still, for, for my purposes on this podcast, it is the most annoying thing on the planet. Now I have to, like, navigate big, long chunks, hour-long, two-hour-long chunks, trying to find just the right segment I need for today. And it's the dumbest thing ever. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's real dumb. It's real bad. Why do it? It's the worst thing. It's just the worst thing ever. Uh, But anyway, this episode's great. (laughs) This episode's really, really phenomenal. I love it. It's so freaking good. Like, there's so much to unpack here. Just from a character perspective alone. Mainly, how this episode continues... Aang's arc from the desert of the turmoil and devastation he feels... Upon losing Appa, it, it continues that arc in an arguably far more disturbing way than before. Because in the desert, he was angry as all hell. 
he blew up at everything and everyone. He had that amazing moment in the Avatar state. He was a big hulking rage monster, but now... Now he's just fully apathetic. Now he just feels nothing. Now he's just devoid of any form of feeling. Because in addition to not wanting to feel the pain of losing Appa, he also doesn't want to blow up and go into the Avatar state the way he did in the desert. So he just goes around being this neutral, blank face, whatever, the entire time. And for someone with such a massive range of emotions, someone usually so passionate on one end of the spectrum or the other, someone who is usually so emotionally available, so emotionally rich, to see him just completely back away from any form of feeling in this episode. Like, it's heartbreaking. It really, really is. And I love the little personal journey he goes in the, on in this episode. Where he abandons everything. Abandons hope. And then at the end of the Serpent Pass, you have uh, that pregnant lady... Delivering her baby. Bringing her baby into the world. And he sees his family and... He becomes hopeful. He sees a thing of beauty and realizes there's still... There's still beauty in the world. There's still... Reason to be optimistic in the world. Like, it's... A brilliant, brilliant arc that this in the desert collectively put Aang on. I I love it. it. It's so freaking good. And then you also have Suki's return. Which, by the way, I love Suki. I love that character. I am so glad they brought her back uh, in future episodes after Warriors of Kyoshi. Because that character is amazing. And they... Show kind of how that affects Sokka post-Yue. How their relationship continues to evolve post-Yue. And now Sokka, because he's already lost one woman he loves, is just being this overprotective, overly concerned person. When Suki is saying over and over and over again, I can take care of myself. I can take care of myself. I can take care of myself. And then I love at the end when she basically tells Sokka, yeah, I came here to protect you. (laughs) You were not protecting me. I was protecting you. And even beyond that, how that relationship blossoms, it's just so great. And I love the moment where they are 
sitting in the moonlight, sitting down, having this conversation about about just everything over over the time they have not seen each other. Sokka talking very vaguely, but still talking about Yue. Suki kind of joking around and saying, well, I lost someone. He didn't die. He just went away. And just almost messing with him. <laughs> Talking about Sokka as if as if he wasn't there <laughs> to Sokka. Like, it was, it's so freaking great. I, I love that whole Sokka-Suki relationship. I love seeing how it evolves over the course of this series. And this episode's a massive, massive turning point in that arc. And then you also have, before we get into the whole Serpent's Past stuff, the subplot of Zuko and Iroh on the ferry with Jet. Jet has returned. And is not in a unremarkable episode. <laughs> they actually do much more interesting stuff with him this time around. And you see Zuko and Jet kind of massing this heist to steal all the food from the captain and distribute it to everyone on the ferry. And it kind of, it's like this nice clicking moment of, oh, yeah, Zuko and Jet are very similar. <laughs> They're very similar people. I especially love Zuko and Jet's conversation about how they are outcasts and they have to watch each other's backs because no one else will. I love it. I, I love it so freaking much. We'll continue to talk about the whole Zuko and Jet thing over the course of this season. Uh, to get into actual A plotline, the... Act of Aang, Sokka, Katara, Toph, and all of them almost getting on the ferry. The whole kerfuffle they go through with that ticket lady. <laughs> and the fake avatars, which I always laugh at. And then, of course, this family. This husband and pregnant wife and whoever the hell that other person is their losing of their passports and their tickets it's a really really fantastic moment when Aang tries to convince the ticket lady to make an exception and then she won't and Aang's like okay we'll go through the serpent's pass why not and then that whole journey through the serpent's pass Something that very easily could have been boring as all hell. Something that very easily could have devolved into just 22 minutes of meaningless walking. Ends up being so... So rich. Both with the terrain that they're navigating. And with the obstacles that they come across. That Fire Nation ship that starts shooting at them. The literal serpent in the serpent's pass and that 
massive, massive fight. Which is so freaking fantastic, by the way. It's all really, really entertaining. It's all really well done. I love it. It's so good. And it further underscores how much Team Avatar needs Appa. Because, like, if they had Appa, the last two episodes would not have happened. Plain and simple. So the fact that these two episodes are a thing really shows how much it is required for Team Avatar to have Appa. And you feel that loss even more because of it. It's really, really brilliant. And then, of course, you have the delivery of the baby, which is fantastic. I love how Katara steps up and Sokka just has no idea what he's doing. And then he faints when he sees a woman giving birth. (laughs) It's so great. Uh, It's a brilliant, brilliant, very touching Sequence. I, I love it so much. And then you have our ending where Aang's all positive again and optimistic, and sure he'll find up in Ba Sing Se. So he goes forth on his glider to Ba Sing Se. Everything's great. Everything's fine. Nothing will ever go wrong again. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. The drill. Aang goes on the wall. He sees the drill and is like, I'm sorry, Momo. Oppa's gonna have to wait. It's a brilliant, brilliant ending to this episode. I love this entire thing. It's real great. It's real good. I can't wait to talk about the drill. Oh my god. The drill. That's gonna be an interesting conversation. Hell, the rest of this season's gonna be an interesting conversation. All the Bossing Say episodes are. are something. Let's just say that. They're all definitely something. Uh, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives, so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time. If you feel so inclined to send those in, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show, patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there, or if that doesn't work for you, you can also support this show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Tomorrow, we will be discussing Avatar The Last Airbender Season 2, Episode 13. Talk to you then.